Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. So in this mini-sode, I've kind of taken some information from uh, two separate articles that are um, somewhat related. So one of them is about negative thought forms and depression and um, kind of what we can do about those. And then uh, the next one is our seven steps coming to clarity from confusion and getting out of suffering. Welcome to Conversations Minisodes. My name is Amy Adams. I'm the editor of Conscious Life Space and the broadcaster of this podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Minisodes episode two of Conversations Podcast. And in the Minisodes, it's just me um, and you versus uh, me, you, and a guest in the longer episodes, which are on alternating weeks. This is my second mini-sode, and something that I'd like to do is to invite you to email me with uh, topics or questions or stories about anything that we cover in the conscious life space sphere, which is actually quite a bit because... um, I'm interested in getting information uh, out to people that I have and uh, life lessons that I've experienced. And then I'm also interested in your life lessons and experiences because everybody can benefit from all of our um, experiences. So I would invite you to email hello at consciouslife.guru. So um, today's episode um, is going to actually, I'm going to look back at, today we're going to uh, look at uh, getting out of a state of confusion and moving to clarity and coming to peace with our decisions. It's kind of a decision-making process. I was going to also address negative thought forms and I did record a portion of that, but Uh, After listening to it, it doesn't seem really clear, so I'll save that for another day, and we'll just stick to the confusion (laughs) and get unconfused. Okay. One of the steps to solving any kind of problems or issues is that when we have a problem or issue, we must recognize it so we understand what it is, because if we don't even recognize what it is, how can we ever uh, work towards a solution towards it? 
we don't want to just recognize it and then be like, oh, well, uh, you know, we're never going to do anything about it because then it's never going to go away. Confusion is like a sandstorm in the desert. Confusion to me is actually really caused by the fact that we don't want um, something to be the way that it is. And we're having difficulty with acceptance of this. Now, obviously, it could be other things, and I would hope that you would like comment or email me and uh, make a conversation about this because that's what we're here for is like to all like have a discussion and um, you know learn together, and then that's the whole point, right? Now. Okay, I'm going to read through the steps. Okay, so once you've identified that you're confused, that's actually really a great place to be because it means that uh, you're like, oh, I'm confused. Uh, now you want to, but you want to be not confused. So now the way to do that is you could, I'm just going to go through this really fast and then expand upon it a little bit with an example. Okay, so you're going to first uh, quiet the mind. And that means just to sit with your eyes closed, breathing deeply. Just try not to think about anything. If you're hearing sounds of traffic or birds flying by or your dog's footprint on the floor, um, just let it all go. Listen to those. That's actually, you don't have to try to like push those noises outside of you. Listen to them. Listen to the traffic. Listen to the dog pitter-patters of the feet or the kitty cat. Um, listen to uh, something outside of you. Um, and just let it pass through you. It is there. It passes by. Then your step two is you're going to surrender to what is. And then step three you are accepting things now because you completed step two as they truly are, and that's truly with a capital T-R-U-L-Y, accepting things as they truly are, not how we want them to be. So that might uh, create hurt or feelings, feelings of uh, disdain or not disdain, uh, a lot of discomfort, feeling terrible for a moment. But ultimately, those moments pass. So fighting what truly is and denial, that is what creates suffering. And then the suffering doesn't pass um, when we continue to fight against something. Um, I'm going to actually uh, make an example of um, like a physical injury. So as uh, to illustrate my point for fighting what truly is and denial because say for instance that you broke your arm now um, and but uh, you're a painter and now you can't uh, paint houses or you can't paint paintings you know it's it's dangerous you can't climb up a ladder um, so you so you can't do it um, now, uh, by fighting what truly is means that you don't take the time to heal, you climb up the ladder anyway, you hurt your arm more, and then you create more suffering. So instead of taking the time to heal yourself, 
you actually injure yourself further. Emotionally, it's the same thing. You can uh, try to fight a situation uh, in your mind and uh, just end up in a place where you are suffering. And um, so the what we want to do when we want to get rid of confusion is we want to quiet the mind we want to surrender we want to surrender to what is and we want to accept things as they truly are not how we want them to be in this very given moment because we only have this moment right now it doesn't mean that you're not going to deal with something it doesn't mean that you're just going to accept things and like lay down and die over it that's not what I'm talking about here. This is like preparing yourself for your next action steps. Uh, step four is you're stepping outside of the issue and you're trying to view it from at least two different vantage points. So we have your first vantage point, which is you and your experience of it. And then uh, you can think about that and then think about it from another point of view where possibly you put yourself um, into someone else's shoes. Um, so, uh, for instance, if you were, um, so think about a person, um, that you respect or admire. It could be a friend. It could be a parent. It could be a, it could even be your child. doesn't matter who it is. It can, it can be somebody that you really value their opinion. So take a look at it, uh, put yourself in their shoes and look at a situation. How would they view it? But the next step is to release your will. There is a guy, Ralph Bloom or Blum. I don't know how do you say his name. It's B-L-U-M. He wrote a book about ruins, the uh, Oracle system. It's actually a really great uh, book. But one of the things that he says in there, and what I can't remember which ruin it is, but it says, I will to will thy will. That is really surrendering. I will to will thy will. And what is thy will? That is the higher good. It, you, you can call it like whatever, or universe, or creator, or not. It doesn't matter. Like as a higher aspect of your own self, your own higher consciousness that rises above the survival mode of things. Release your will. I will to will thy will. Because your higher self, your higher being, has a knowingness. If you quiet your mind and surrender to what is, you will get in touch with that part of you and connect with yourself, connect with your higher being. It's not really, it doesn't, I mean, you don't have to be like, oh God, it's so whatever. You want to call that God? Fine. doesn't matter. Release your will. And once you release your will, then you can ask your higher self or whatever you want to call your higher power, what is right action? X, which I'm calling it X, which means X equals your higher self or whatever you want to call your higher power, universe, creator, God, source, Mr. Jones, etc. Um, so then you're going to ask X, what is right action? 
So what is the right action for me now? Then you're going to allow the answer to present itself. When you kind of do this whole like surrendering thing and trying to stopping to force your will and accepting things as they are, it doesn't mean that you don't do anything. It doesn't mean like that you're just going to uh, continue on it, like in a mode of confusion. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to let other people decide for you because if you fail to actually listen for the answer or fail to make a decision, then others decide for you, then um, it could really be detrimental uh, to you. You have free will, but you allow others to take that away when they decide for you. Um, I also think that this does not mean writing lists and filling your mind with obsessive thoughts about the issue or choice. Yes, of course, you can write pros and cons, like if you're making a career decision or something like that. But what this is really an exercise in getting in touch with your higher self, with your own, and your higher self is really like your own intuition. It's like listening to guidance, looking for signs and symbols. I mean, sometimes, and it doesn't mean like you're going to sit down and for 15 minutes you're going to think about this and then you're asking for an answer. You might not get the answer until later in the night or, uh, or maybe the next morning, like, because it might be during, or you'll wake up because you had a dream that was very clear with what the what to do. So, I mean, there's different ways that the answer can present itself to you. It can be like a like if you give symbols a lot of meaning, you might see something. Um, like, say, for instance, you think that butterflies represent uh, rebirth, and so. Uh, you're walking down the street and, and it's like off season or something and you see a butterfly, then, then, okay. So you see a butterfly, it's off season. Then it's like, Hey, well, okay. Rebirth. I'm, I'm going to go take that new job. I'm going to be reborn into a new career. Um, and just making up stuff as I go, obviously, but, um, for examples, but, it could be signs or symbols. It could be, um, I don't know. Sometimes you might even see a, like literally see a sign or a symbol. You might see a billboard that has an advertisement for something. It might be a song that you know. You might hear a song and the words resonate with you and you find the answer there. You might just even get a thought that pops into your head. There's so many ways that these things can present themselves. I mean, it's really on a lot of your own belief system of how you connect to your intuition. So now I have something else that I want you to think about and, uh, and to reflect upon. Um, and it almost seems like uh, when, I'm, when I'm reading this, it almost seems like contradictory, but it's not. Um, or if you think it's contradictory, you tell me <laughs> by communicating with me. So whatever path you choose, you always end up where you need to be. And sometimes you just might take the detour. So that's pretty much like the worst thing that can happen. So you're presented, like say for instance, you're confused about something, you have to make a choice. 
and you make a choice. Maybe you were impatient or you didn't listen. Um, or maybe you're so disconnected that you're not, uh, you haven't trained your mind and body to, uh, know what's going on because you're so bombarded with other information or for whatever reason. Um, the worst thing that could happen is that you have to pivot later on and take the other choice. And that choice might be made for you or it may be you making the choice. So the whole point is too, is that once you do decide something, uh, wherever you go, there you are. That's like a John Kabat-Zinn, I think is his name. I love that quote. Anyway, so uh, whatever path you choose, you always end up where you need to be. Sometimes you just take detours and there's really nothing wrong with a detour. That's it for seven steps of coming to clarity from confusion. So I hope that you, um, that this made sense to you because I feel like I was rambling a little bit. Um, but, uh, I really would love to hear any comments or opinions about this. I mean, different, uh, mini-sodes are going to examine different things. So there is not really like a steady, um, topic. And I'll actually tell you, like the reason why I chose this topic today is because next week I have an interview that you'll be hearing with Robin Reynolds. And she does a lot of art journaling and as a healing uh, practice and a creative, a creative practice, but she also does, uh, uh, writes poetry and presents spoken word poetry. Last week, we had Tammy Hatherhill, and she talked about um, working in the prison system and suffering a lot of trauma and being in uh, riots and uh, her healing journey. And so um, this week in the mini-sode, I wanted to talk about some ways that we can come to heal our own selves by addressing our issues and not by doing meditation or yoga. Those are obviously really great um, methods, but these are just like little ideas of how you can get unconfused. Is that even a word? Um, and also how you can deal with some kind of negative thought forms that you can just kind of deal with things in the moment. So and the next week when Robin uh, comes and talks about her poetry and her healing journey through uh, journaling and uh, poetry. So I think that's the idea. So it's all kind of connected. All right. I'm sure this makes no sense and I've got to just shut up now. So. <laughs> thank you so so much for being here today and listening to this mini-sode number two um i hope that you will join me again and definitely uh come back next week um and listen to the interview with robin and, um, of course you can listen to the previous, uh, podcast episodes also. And I would really like to invite you to subscribe on iTunes or radio Publics. <laughs> we need to support this work. All right.
please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching the video. If you're listening, please review on iTunes or on Spreaker, wherever you're uh, listening to this. Please leave a review. It is so, so, so important because the more reviews and feedback we get, we know where we're going, um, if uh, what the message is, is resonating with our audience, and um, it uh, tells like all those algorithms and whatever to like, you know, present our podcast. So the more people who listen and know about it, the more people, uh, you know, Am I making any sense? Probably not. Okay. So (laughs) thanks so much. And until next time, until next time, take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.